high school and uh, grammar school or junior high school and my father had his leg amputated when I was in college in, in the 50s so um, and he had a combination of things I mean it was cigarette smoking as well and um, he was so dedicated to cigarette smoking that even after they cut off his leg he hid the cigarettes in his wooden leg and um, he wouldn't smoke in front of anyone, but you could trace him out behind the garage and see him out there having his whiff. And we had bad lipids, not, not the worst lipids, uh, not those very bad genes for cholesterol, but we had sort of high, bad, run-of-the-mill genes. Explain what you mean by bad genes versus sort of bad genes versus okay Well, there are some people whose fathers and mothers will get heart attacks in their 30s, 30s and 40s and early 50s. And when that happens, you want to measure the cholesterol in the children because many of those people have this cholesterol way over 300 or up around 300 or they have high cholesterol and high triglyceride, which is another kind of fat in your blood. And those people pass that disease, the genes for that disease, onto their children such that half of their children will get it. So you need to find these, you know, whether the children got the problem or not. And you can help these children now. They can go on and live out a normal life with the kinds of therapies that we have today. Better diet, better exercise, and better medicines. Let's step back in time a little bit here. 50s, you're making a choice to go into cardiology, to be a heart doctor. At that time, what did we know about high-density lipoproteins, HDL, low-density lipoproteins, LDO, apolipoprotein, triglycerides, all these things that are now the, the, the chemical marketplace of discussion for cardiologists and for dietitians. What do we know when you started out? Well, when I really got into this, which was probably in the early 60s, um, we didn't really look at lipoproteins. We were just looking at the total cholesterol. We didn't realize that the total cholesterol is really 17 or 18 different kinds of cholesterol. It's become very complex. And some of those cholesterols are very bad for you, and some are very good for you. Some of them protect you, like the HDL cholesterols. But the bad ones have names like LDL and VLDL and triglyceride-rich particles. Um, <clears throat> we didn't know that when we you know, in the early 60s. Most of the cholesterols are processed and made in the liver. Why does the body make nasty cholesterols like LDL cholesterol? Well, actually, you know, we used to teach that most of the cholesterol was made in the liver. Now we're learning in truth that the cholesterol is made all throughout the body. Your cells need cholesterol. They just don't need a lot. Uh, when they make too much cholesterol, they can't digest it. They either store it as a waxy deposit or they pass it out of the cell to get it back to the liver for excretion because that's where we excrete our cholesterol. It comes out of your liver 
into the bile system, down the bile duct in your intestine, and then out of your body. And we used to think that LDL was delivering cholesterol to cells all over the body. We now know that's probably not true. And that LDL needs to go back to the liver and get eliminated. Now, when you can't get the LDL back into the liver, and it piles up in your blood, it'll end up in your artery walls. And what and, happens then? And then when it ends up in your artery walls, you get the blockages, these fat blockages in your blood vessels, and it leads to a heart attack. And this process starts in Americans, you know, when we're young children. I mean, you can see these deposits in most of the children of America. We live in a society where about half of us, well, it's just a little less than half of us now, go on and die from these deposits of fats in our arteries that get blocked. They leave